And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the pop culture podcast where two professors talk about all things pop culture. I am Patrick. And I am Alan. And it is kind of a nightmare out there today. It is indeed. But one of the nice things about being back in the studio is that we have to be really regular in the show. Like, we can't sandbag it anymore. Yeah. That was... That's, isn't that your dream, to be regular? See, when you, you say... Do you re- dream of regularity? <laughs> yeah, see... Yeah, you do. When you say so, regularity, yes. for men our age, that tends to mean something else. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So... This has been kind of a nightmare of an opening. Possibly, yes, it has. It has not I, been I my dream Zach opening. I think Zach is kind of like... Yes. Drifting off? Yeah, like Zach's he's almost like, like he's falling into a nap? Yeah, Zach's like, what are they talking about being regular? I don't understand. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. have these problems. No, because I'm a young man. Because I'm like, yeah. Regular is, I don't know, what's regular? A clock. There you go, like a clock. Yeah. So we're talking about the Sandman today. Yeah, if you couldn't tell from... No. Uh, the very, the <laughs> the very, very light subtle. touch that I was giving it. Yeah. 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 Well, I think Nightmare was good, but Sandbag, I don't think quite, Why quite not? worked. Sand? sand? Yeah, but it's, that's a totally different context. Of, like, floods, well, which, by the little, way, that's very insensitive, no, the, getting the hurricane just happened. Well, the Sandman has a little pouch full of sand. That's yeah, a sandbag. No, it's a sand pouch. The sandbag. Yeah, it's a pouch. Bag. You just called it a, a pouch. A pouch is a small bag. Right, but it's, it's a pouch. Right, well, thus it's a bag. But a sandbag is, is big. Oops. I already broke remember the, Zach, the remember, mic remember, remember Zach's <laughs> his one instruction. <laughs> no, Zach had lots of instructions. That's true. He did. He, he, he did have, which is, we've only been doing this for seven years. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, there's always something we can yeah, learn. Yeah, but we haven't, been in the, we haven't been in the radio station for quite a while. It's true. We, it's you true. You know, in the, in the TV like, studio, we could, we could play it pretty fast and loose. It's true. It's true. You know, yeah. it's like a dream come true. Okay, there you go. Segwing right back in. Yes. Excellent. That's so, yes, yeah, so we are I was trying to do. So, we are talking about Sandman. So, Alan. That's right. Yes, Patrick. Was Sandman your dream of a show, or was it more of a nightmare? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me how familiar I was with the show first, but I can live. I can, oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to. So, Alan, yes. how familiar are you with the <laughs> comic that the show was based on? Okay, to be clear, and, and our listeners would know this, but Zach might not. Mm-hmm. You're the canon guy. And I'm the guy that tries to get away from canon. Like, I don't I'm not, think that's true I'm not going to judge a show on whether it's – like on, on the level of its fidelity to the original. But so that, what you're saying is you've never read the comics. No, that's not true. I did. I didn't, I didn't start reading the comic when it was launched. Mm-hmm. At some point, Vicky picked it up and oh, started right, reading it. it. Yeah. And so I read – I've read bits and pieces of it, but okay. I've never sat down and read The Sandman from, from beginning to end. So, okay. number one, I don't care about canon. Number two, like, I don't really know the canon here. So I can okay. judge the show just on its merits. I assume you are a longtime reader? No. No? Oh, God, no. No. I, I, I have only read, so, what was it, about a month or so before the show started? Yeah. Barnes & Noble had one of their, like, buy two graphic novels, get the third one free. That's the first time you read deals. it? Deals. And so I bought, they had all wow. of the hardcover Sandmans. Yeah. And I told myself if that if they have that sale again and the hardcover Sandmans are there, that I would get them. And yeah. then I And then I read volume one, which is the which is basically what the first season is based on. Right. Because um, it collects the first two story arcs. I read that about a week before the show started. So you were not a Sandman. So no. neither one of us come as huge the Sandman fans. No, no. I, like I feel I should be more of a Sandman fan. Like it is. It is kind of a knock against my like comic book expert credentials that that. Well, I am not a, a Sandman aficionado as they feel, say. It feels a little too horror oriented and a little too, I don't know, adult and not like spandexy for your. See, your I, I, was, I, I was waiting. I was waiting kind of, for you know the the insult to come. Right. And, like and, you like the bright tights. I mean, yeah, when Sandman was coming out, yeah, that's that's you know that's that was kind of a bread but you, and butter. You've, you've matured since then. Yeah, I mean, I do get some non. I was gonna say Kurt Busiek's Astro City, but that's that's still kind of tights. Yeah, yeah, you uh, do like the tights. Aerosmith, that's not that uh, Kurt Busiek's. That's, that's uh, a band. Aerosmith. So. No, he's got a series called Aerosmith. Sure that's a band. No, it's spelled differently. Yeah. It's totally different. Okay. And uh, not uh, undiscovered country. That one's more of a, a dystopia future type thing. Mm. So I do I you fables. Our, oh, fables. I collected fables. You know what our listeners like? Just lists of stuff. Yeah, lists of stuff. And then I once went and bought this. Yeah. I saw it. You know, yeah, I, I, there was that. I like to think that I have diversified from okay. my early days. So the good news is then, because we're not really canon-oriented for this, <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't have to get into the whole, like, woke casting conversation about, you know, why is death not white? 
Well, I mean, I feel why we is want, desire I feel, not white? I feel we want to to get into. Is desire white? Yeah, desires the uh, the other one. The, Who's the other one? The the oh, I forget. Yeah, desire is the despair. Uh, Who's despair? No, despair. Also Despair's. Is. Yeah, I would say who. The only one that's. that's There's not much woke casting in yeah, this. That, well, no, I'm offended. No, there is. If you've if if you've read the comic, you know that there is. Because besides death, yes. uh, Rosemary is white in the comic. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, again, the, the the comic for when it came out is very white. So I am I am happy to see it. Not really surprising. Diversify and and yeah. even Gaiman says that that one of the reasons they diversified the show is he wants the comic to kind of reflect the world, you know. That it's in more, and so. maybe we better understand that. Yeah, but you know, so. it's going to make people unhappy. But yeah, Desire is, um, uh, I believe the the actor is trans. Well, Lucian, right? Isn't Lucian? Oh, Lucian. A, yes, is it, Lucian is, 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 is a white guy. Yes. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, white old yeah. guy in the comic. That, yes. yes, that yeah. Lucian is. So I do remember that from the comics. Yeah. So score a point for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we don't have to talk about the woke casting then. We I feel like well we I talk we, about it so much it's like a skip in a record. That's yeah, true. Like, because next week we're going to be talking about, you know, like, uh, Rotten Tomato bombing yeah. stuff or whatever. So, Seems I mean, like I mean, can't go anywhere in America today. Regular listeners can probably just, you know, assume that, that we don't really have a problem with the woke casting. Doesn't, didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have bothered me even if I had read the comics. Well, I did read the comics, but not in any I mean, I've read the comics. I mean, I read them, but like a week right. and a half yeah. before the show came out. But Yeah. Maybe we don't care enough anymore. Or I'd like to think that we're just enlightened. So, but yeah, so neither of us has like a, a terrible, you know, uh, affection for the no. original comics. Although I do love Neil Gaiman. Yeah. In general. And I, I'm kind of half suspecting that Zach has lined up Neil and he's waiting out oh. in the Starbucks and he could come into the studio at any minute just uh, to join the conversation. I mean, considering Zach asked us five minutes before the show what the show is on, I feel like he probably wouldn't have known yeah, that, that he I, should book. Maybe, maybe that was... Him. It's all subterfuge, because if yeah. Neil Gaiman were here, he would give Zach a like a, a backstory. Mm-hmm. Zach, pretend like you don't know me. Mm-hmm. Pretend like you don't know what's on the show. Yeah, you yeah. Know, just play dumb, Zach. Pretty sure I saw Neil okay. standing in line behind Tom at the at Possibly. the Starbucks. Possibly. <laughs> I'm just. So you're telling me there's a chance? No, there's no chance. Okay. Right. There's no chance at all. Right. Maybe next week, Zach. Put him on the list. Yeah, but then I'll, yeah, I'll get him on the list. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, so but, then, got, but then we've already talked. So we got about Jimmy the show. Fallon and then Neil. Did no, Jimmy actually... Fallon was on the list of people not to not invite. to bring. And well, Jimmy Kimmel. Unless he, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel unless, is... he, unless he apologized. Right. The in-person apology. We said he could come on the show. Yes. yes. Then we get him on. Yeah. yeah. Right. You didn't remember that, did you? You like you do a podcast, and I don't know how you do it, but somehow you like as soon as you go out the door, mm-hmm. you erase it. It's like flushing it away, it's and it's right. gone. To be fair, that's not just the podcast. All right, because Zach started talking, and I it's could tell by the look on your face, you had no idea what he was talking. I knew Fallon was wrong. Well, there's so many Jimmies. There's, there's so, so many Jimmies. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket? Yep. That's a Jiminy. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing, right? No. It, no? No, because then he'd be Jimmy Cricket. That doesn't even... That doesn't Jimmy, even... Jimmy's like a shortened Jiminy. No. Jiminy, Jimmy. No. Pretty sure Jimmy is, well, it's actually a lengthened James. Right. It's complicated. Yeah. Names are hard. Yeah. Do you have any more spontaneous questions you want to ask me? Oh, yes. So, uh, Alan. Yes. Was the Sandman Netflix series... <laughs> Your dream of a show, or was it more of a nightmare? We'll tighten this all up in post. Yeah, absolutely. We, so what we need, Zach, is to really compress it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got really, it. really, really, yeah. really compressed. Yeah, yeah you got so it. compressed that it sounds like we know what we're doing. That's right. <laughs> you got it. Turn it into a diamond. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, and just going to make you mad, neither, really. Okay. Like for me, for me um, – what I loved about the like the concept of the show mm-hmm. was the idea of anthology. I just I like shows that are about lots of smaller stories. Mm-hmm. And like Neil Gaiman writes these unbelievably great characters who are mm-hmm. very human and very interesting. And the idea of kind of using dream as a way of mm-hmm. kind of weaving in and out of stories, I thought seemed like a great idea. For me, the anthology kind of aspect was really mixed, though. Like there there were there were subplots and arcs that I really enjoyed within mm-hmm. and then like sometimes juxtaposed to things I didn't care about at all. For instance, I think we talked about this in episode four, like there's kind of two plot lines that are running. There's mm-hmm. um, dream is battling Lucifer for the helm. Yes. Which I found to be in, I, you know, I'm sorry, Neil, 
like I just found it to be a kind of uninspiring mm-hmm. um, um, television. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I was not on the edge of my seat. I didn't yeah. find it particularly interesting. But it was paired with John escaping from the asylum. Is that when he's in the car with and, Rosemary? In the car with Rosemary. And to me, John and Rosemary, it was like a, like a high-rent um, Tales from the Crypt mm. kind of thing. Like like a really well-told horror story where mm-hmm. you, get, like you give the guy a ride and you're just having this really pleasant conversation and yeah. they seem like a great person. But like the more they talk, the more you realize, holy, like this is yeah. – this is like, It's like Taxi Cab Confessions but darker. Yeah, by a by, by a lot, a, by a yeah, by a significant factor. <laughs> but yeah, like to me, the way that that kind of built the tension, mm-hmm. like in Rosemary, who did a terrific job playing the part, yeah, and then you know the end, kind of having that twist, where she gets the amulet of protection, yeah, and kind of, I assume she'll be back in season two. I really, if I'm I don't know. watch season two, I want Rosemary back. Yeah, I don't know because well, because in the comic. He kills her in the comic. He kills Rosemary in the comic. So she, she, unless so the I, cannon police have arrived now. So, well, I'm just saying. Here you know, they are. I feel like woo, you set me up for that. Woo, yeah. No, cannon I'm just police. saying. So, yeah. So I don't, and I can't remember what happens to the amulet, but I think it's destroyed in the arc. You're, so you're I, asking I don't like know. I know, and I, I definitely so I don't, don't know. So I don't know. How, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see, because I, I know, uh, I, I read something on Twitter or something where Gaiman said one of the reasons they didn't kill Rosemary yes. was to sort of send a signal to viewers of the show that had read the comics that these were not going to be exactly like the comics. In other words, he was defunding the canon police. That's that's actually so, really good. No, it's not. Yeah, he's defunded no, the canon police. No, it's it's awful and also really just politically <laughs> too fraught. Yeah. I'm not saying we should defund the police, although no, maybe I am. No, you're making like, a joke like, out of defunding the police, no, which is going to pick off the both the police, police and the people that oh, want man. to defund them. Nobody's going to be happy yeah, with like you what managed, you're saying. You managed to somehow like tick off both sides of that. I, that's, I feel that's like rare. that's my talent anymore. Mm. Just stepping into it. You didn't like defunding the canon? No, that was that was really <laughs> was really bad. I just need more canon social workers to kind of help no, people through geez. it. Oh I don't my know. God. I, this, yeah. The the metaphor your, might be played. Your out. metaphor is getting. You, like, I'm sorry. Your metaphor just was. Never. No. The look on your face. With. You felt bad that you didn't think of it first. No, I'm not. That was a Patrick no, Hamilton kind of line, and it didn't come from you. I will now 100% you're upset. say you can have that all okay. to your own. All right. I, I just want to make clear. it clear to anyone listening to the show I own defund that the that police. is yes. There you go. Happy to say it. So yeah. Well, you it know, it is my political position too. Yeah. That I yeah. don't like the cannon police. Yeah. I almost said something else, but I won't. Yeah. Um, You've militarized the canon, please. I have not. So, yeah, I think part of it, too, is that um, David Thewlis that plays John. Brilliant. Is br- cause Just it, cause, so good. Because really, that episode, and then I'm pretty sure the one in the diner is the next episode, episode it is. five, which yep. was easily my favorite episode of the series. Um, I thought. And, and had, and, 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 you know, like 95% of that had to do with Thewlis. Like, he was just brilliant in, in the role. And, and for me, he really anchored the first half of the of the series for me. One hundred percent. I think um, my favorite episode was the fourth, but like only half of it. Okay. Like the other half, I, I it was it's a weird experience. Yeah. To, well, to be as invested in one and not the other, but five probably did the best front to end. Yeah. It's, of, oh, it's easily the, the the best constructed episode. I would say the way the diner is is kind of set up. It's mm-hmm. an anthology within an anthology. Yeah. In some ways, you're meeting people and you're like kind of putting all their different stories together and thinking mm-hmm. about the way they're interacting or not. Yeah. With each other. So, like to me, yeah, really well constructed. That was the other one that I I had listed here as like what I liked about the anthology ness. Yeah. See, from what's interesting is is, except for a few moments here and there, it didn't really, and really maybe just for me, episode six. Yeah. Other than that, it didn't feel like much of an anthology to me. It felt like Which is six death? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Death yeah. and then the um the guy in the bar that he meets every hundred years. Um which you are You know what actually that's a that was a really nice one. I I'd like the twist on Hobbs Hobbs. Yeah, I think it is Hobbs. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I was just uh, you know, I was a little mixed on that episode because that that's from two separate issues of the comic. Yeah. Canon police. And the way no the way they grafted them together with yeah. with just like death taking Sandman to the bar, it felt really clunky. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, maybe. I'm like, oh yes, we yeah. are literally grafting these two stories together, both of which yeah. are really good stories. Yeah, but other than that, it felt like two 
kind of of arcs that you had the Thulis arc and then you had the the Corinthian arc. Right. Um, even though Corinthians in the series from the from and yet the it was an anthology. In many ways, it was trying to be everything. Yeah. All at once, but I've got some fair foul for that. Oh, okay. Later. So yeah. So I, I I I you know I know you said that you you when you were kind of framing your reaction to the show. Yeah. Um, that you thought I was going to be angry with it. Uh, but I'm not because I I had a similarly mixed reaction to okay. the series as so well. So another one of these kind of milk toast, I mean, warm I, water episodes where we're both kind of agreeing that it's I mean, like I, I, good I, or bad. I thought I, well, for one, I really liked the first arc better than the second. Um, like I I I from a a plot standpoint, I thought the second one had had some issues, at least for me. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. And so, like, so part of it is that, you know, I thought the first five episodes were really good. Yeah. And then kind of the second half, you know, wasn't as, as great. So it felt like it got weaker as it went along. Um, the cats didn't save it for you at the end? Well, I just watched the cats the other day. I really yeah. did like the cat one. Um, because we cats can talk are, about that later. The but cats the, are evil. It, but the animation was spectacular. That animation that, was like, beautiful. Just beautiful. Like, um, and, really, and I really liked well the done. Calliope episode as well. Um, yeah, although that one was dark. Like, oh boy, where does inspiration come from? Yeah. Let's hope not, right? Yeah. Um, but I think part of so, – so that was I, – so I really liked the plot. I think part of what I struggled with with the show was in terms of how it was filmed. You don't say. Because there were a lot of ways – it just – it seemed – for a show that is as – fantastic as the sandman fo- source material is yes the show on netflix felt like it was filmed with the exception of the diner and thulis and rosemary in the car yeah it felt like it was filmed very kind of conventionally like it, it, everything yeah. felt very kind of flat to me like it didn't have it didn't have the wonder that 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 um, dreams I ought want, to have. Yeah, that dreams ought to have. And yeah. and for me, it reminded me a couple of things. It reminded me of the first two Harry Potter films yeah. that are directed by okay. Chris Columbus, which are perfectly fine, perfectly competent. But then you get to Prisoner of Azkaban by Alfonso Cuaron, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and magical, and, and you see what it could be. Um, and then the other one was that it reminded me of was the film version of Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe that came out. Did you actually watch that? I think I watched it when it was on like cable or something. Yeah, that was and great. I just remember like when when Aslan walks out. Yeah. And like it's supposed to be this big moment. And he walks out and I'm like, yeah, it's a talking lion. Like it, it, there was no majesty or, or grandeur to it at all. And there were times where I felt that way about Sandman. Like stuff that should have had more. And I, I would have liked to have seen the show do more to adopt the aesthetic of the comic. I thought in how it was filmed and and except for a few moments it didn't really do that. But there are there are those moments and one of the moments that got my hopes up was was right at the beginning when they're arriving at Burgess's house as they're mm-hmm. like doing the ceremony mm-hmm. and they're going to capture Dream. Mm-hmm. It felt very comic booky to me. It mm-hmm. captured like a great kind of 1916 mm-hmm. horror infused London or England or mm-hmm. like you know. Um, but it didn't sustain that. Yeah. Like there, there were just moments. Like, give me the scenes in the cab. Mm-hmm. I just like really interestingly done. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff in the the diner was was interestingly done too, but it it had dreamlike stuff, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel dreamlike. Yeah, is I that agree. what you're saying? Yeah, I, just, yeah. That, yeah. There, there are ways in which it didn't feel quite as dreamlike, and and Ooh. things felt a bit uh-huh. more. I hate to use the word pedestrian, but it, in terms of the Why, way it do was, do not like pedestrians. Well, no, just in, not not as a noun, using it as an adjective, um, or maybe an adverb. Maybe it's an adverb. I'm using it. As you know, not why don't you sure. give us five minutes? Yeah, on, let me get my the, yeah, uh, let me get my strunk and white. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boy, you know, if anybody listening to this gets the strunk <laughs> and white, oh, you know who stuff. will? Neil Gaiman. Ed had a real complaint. I got an email from Ed last week. Oh, in response to our discussion of Abbott Elementary. Oh, jeez. Just a quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. He 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 began. Long time listener, first time email. Ed Ed is of course one of our most devoted fans. That's right. He listens he listens regularly. And he said he was appalled at us. Really? Because we spent an entire hour talking about Abbott mm-hmm. Elementary and um, visibility mm-hmm. and the education crisis. And we never once asked, is it funny? Like he said, it's a comedy. Oh. And you never said 
you know, you never talked about. And clearly Ed's mm-hmm. implication was he does not find Abbott Elementary <laughs> funny. Now, I didn't I I didn't feel like we need to talk about it much because Abbott Elementary to me is kind of funny at like a normal sitcom level. Yeah. It's not like side splittingly hilarious, yeah. but it's not completely dreary. Yeah. But anyway, for yeah. Ed, if he's listening, mm-hmm. if we didn't alienate him so much last week. Yes. Like, I don't know. I thought it was mildly funny. Yeah. You know. Entertainingly funny. Yeah. So a question for you. Yes. How funny was Sandman for you? Because I feel like yes, we, have to make sure, yes, we have to make sure. I don't want to get yelled at for I, Ed. I did not find it funny. Okay. The various disembowelments, the yeah. skin flaying, you know, the crumbling into death. None yeah. of these things I found funny. Okay. No, okay. no for Ed, Just yeah. Checking. Like, we should do, we, we should do the Ed Sachinsky. Oh, yeah. Um, comedy meter. For everything, we Every, do oh, everything we do, yes. Right. So one hundred percent for me, Abbott Elementary yes. on the Sitchinski meter, yeah, would be Abbott's about a, a six. I was gonna say seven, so okay, yeah, kind yeah. of in so, the same. Um, Sandman, eh, probably like a, a a one. Yeah, I was gonna say a, a one. Yeah. yeah, I think a one is is fair. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll right. make so, sure. Zach, please remember that we do not forget the Sachinsky meter. Yes. Also, Zach, if you could remember that the Sachinsky meter is Alan's creation, and thus he no longer gets to poo-poo me about numbers, because you just created a whole number device. He okay, no, all you there. Nope. He got you there. No, then I revised. Nope, nope, no, nope. It's too, too late. late. Too late. The Sachinsky meter grades by colors. No, no. It's too late. It's too late. No, 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 no. grades on an A to F scale. No. Sorry. Darn it. Numbers. You did numbers. I curse Ed. I win. I curse Ed. Uh, thank you, Ed. So anyway, before we started that yeah. <coughs> that slight segue, yes, you were talking about how you know it didn't feel very dreamy. Yeah. So it kind of spoiled the fair or foul, but I'd like to read something okay. to you from CNET and Richard Trenold. You mean CNET? Well, CNET. Yeah, it's just called CNET. Is it really? Yes. How would I know? I don't know. I don't read it. Basic reading skills. Right, I did. CNET. C-N-E-T. It's just CNET. Are you sure? Yep. Are you sure it's not CNET? Pretty sure it's CNET. No, now you're now you're backing off. Pretty sure it's CNET. On a scale of one to ten, I if can we're gonna hear, do numbers. Yeah, how a, confident are you? Okay, like an eight. Can I just give you what Richard said? Yes, please do. Okay. Um, as a long gestating adaptation of a seminal comic book by Neil Gaiman. Okay, that's a pretentious. There's a, just given time. Yeah. There's a huge weight of expectation among readers and fans, but the good news is mm-hmm. this atmospheric and engaging series. Mm-hmm. Is the stuff that dreams are made of? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean there, there, there's a little bit of of atmosphere to it, but not as much as I would have liked. I, I think that you've just spent ten minutes completely trashing Kinnett's. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. There's just there was just something about even even some of the scenes in the dreaming. Yeah, like there was the, the one of the scenes where he, I think he's talking to Lucy, and it was late in the series where he's talking to Lucy, and 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 he's in like, it's not his throne room, but it's a room that like has the big stair going up and stuff like right. that. Yeah, and I, I like I just like I feel like they're just, like I it's one of those rare moments where like I feel like they're just sitting in a CGI space, yeah. like it just didn't feel as 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 lived in or or as as I don't know. I felt that way when I'm gonna get her name wrong, Lida. Lida? Lida? Uh, uh, it's Lida. Lida. It's, it's short for Hippolyta. Right. So Lida and her... Hector. Hector, her dead husband, go out after the earthquake, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, everything looks fine. And then mm-hmm. like you get the camera angle looking at the house, and there's like mm-hmm. these huge cracks in all the earth. I'm like, if they would really been standing on the earth, they might have seen that. Yeah. The CGI kind of hit it for them. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. So, that, like, yeah. So, like, I felt, I, I felt on a... Particularly in the first half, I thought plot-wise the show worked worked very well. Yeah, I thought in terms of how it was filmed, and and some of this might just because Netflix was only willing to commit so much money. I mean, a good amount of money, but yeah, it, it, um, I did think the special effects were. It wasn't like watching a CW show. There you go. Which is what a lot of people oh, have man. compared it to, which is oh, which is kind of hard. No, no. One of our best bits ever was when we talked about the CGI for Gorilla Grodd. Hmm. On Flash, the worst CGI. Um, you did not watch done. later seasons of Supergirl. It can't be worse than it oh, can't yeah. be worse than that. Oh no, there were moments in in worse like, than Grodd. Yes. Do you remember how bad Grodd was? Yes. And and listen, really? listen. Huh? I believe when we talked about Grodd, yeah. I actually tried to defend Grodd at times. You did. I will not defend Supergirl. But do you, you like? Just... Bobby would be proud of me because I actually I watching Supergirl. I was like, oh, this is what Bobby's talking about all the time. <laughs> When he says these shows stink, yeah. I now see it. Now I just—it's so, clear. So that's how bad Supergirl wait was. Wait a minute. Now 
It made me agree with Wh- Bobby. Whenever, oh wow, whenever yeah. I say something bad about superhero stuff, you claim that I've abandoned my previous positions. And no, I'm yeah, because you have. Just, but now you have too. No, I haven't. I've just it feels matured. like you did. You I've just, just matured. Oh, for you it's maturity. Yes. For me, it's a lack of fidelity. Yes, it is. One hundred percent. Yeah. You've never been as as fidelis. Fidelitous. To to the superheroes as I. That's true. Yeah. It is true. You love certain things more than me. Yep. Superheroes. Yep. Legos. Yep. Hollow notes. Ho- <laughs> Easily. Oh, he, Zach, he loves hollow notes. They're my favorite band ever. Oh, we're starting this oh, all it's over a band. again. Like, I didn't even know it was a band. I thought it was like a food. Whoa, somebody is really old. Oh, Zach. Somebody is I'm, I'm really, so sorry. I'm really really so sorry. Old. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that that hurts. I'm so sorry. That hurts a lot. <laughs> yeah. That. Anywho, back to Sandman. Yeah, the, you know, the best part about being a big King's X fan this is always not, kind this of irrelevant. Is no you know, like yours. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not my dream anymore. <laughs> Uh, I, I bet we could get Oates on the show, though. Okay, we've had this conversation before. If he'll can play get... in a high school cafeteria, yeah. he will certainly come and play at our Starbucks. We should, we should probably get back to talking about Sandman. Oh, that's true. Yes. So we, we're kind of moving towards the adaptation question, perhaps? Yes. As we're talking about how it was filmed? Yes. So I have three fair or foul. Oh, good Lord. On adaptation. But maybe you want to start, and I'll try to... I'll try to figure out who you most think. Oh like. no, do no, do your do a fair or foul, and then that can lead into my. Okay, because clearly I'm going to have a lot to say on adaptation, so we should perhaps let you talk a little bit too. Oh, how generous! And I'm being generous. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to dominate. Well, the I've show. got things to say about adaptation. Okay, I'll elbow my way in there. Okay. Um, all right. So this is from W I R E D. So known as why. What's sad is that I, 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 the moment you started, you paused. I'm like, he's going to spell it out, even though he knows what it is. You're so predictable. Yeah, because yeah, you're the real live. Wire. Anyway, okay. anyways, get back. How many, how many cookies did you have at the end of lunch today? None. Three. Or did you? Have, did you? Bring I your had little, a salad. Did you bring your little mini no. chocolate bars? I had a salad. I had two of them that and were two. in. That always, were in that always were in, two. There's always two that were in Michelle's office. Yes, yep. I had two. Of hers. He comes to the meeting. He lays out a napkin in front of him very precisely. He puts his his diagonally sliced sandwich on one side. He puts his two candy bars. This on episode the other. is like a dream in that we're talking about things that make no sense. All right, here we go. <laughs> Um, this is from Wired by Graham yes. McMillan. Oh, Graham! Yeah, here's the title. The Sandman is almost too faithful to its mm. source material. To okay. which he writes, okay. Netflix's series treats Neil Gaiman's comic like gospel. Mm. It needed to treat it like inspiration. Mm. I would say fair. Oh. Yeah, I think... I, so it's too faithful is a, is a fair argument. Yeah, I, th- I, 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 I think there are ways and ways. Like, part of it, like we mentioned, like... There's, you know, on the one hand, he, you know, he, he let Rosemary live to, you know, show viewers that it wasn't going to be like the comics. Right. But other than that, like, except for stuff that it did to divorce the series from how the comic is much more based in the DC Comics universe at this point in the series, which I can talk about. Uh, um, do we have to, though? Yes, we do. Oh, no. I have a page on. of notes on it. We have to talk Seriously? about it. Oh, um, no. Of all the obscure heroes but that he beyond, pulled in? Yes. Oh, but no. beyond the switch to Rosemary, it is... And, and, well, and, like, swapping out Joanna Constantine for John and things like that. And woke casting. But it's all very cosmetic. Like, there is a lot... Because, you know, like, for example, in the second half of the show, when... Um, um, uh, it's Rose Taylor. That's her name, isn't it? Rose... That's the Nexus Rose, right? I believe so. So when she goes to Florida and stays in that yeah. house with, you know, there's there's the, the you know, Barbie and Ken and the two goth-looking people. Right. Like, they are exactly as they appear in the comic. There is nothing. And in the comic, they work perfectly fine. Yeah. In the show, they make no sense because they're this weird, like, 90s goth, yeah. you know, kind of Vertigo-esque characters that are plopped down in the middle of, of an ordinarily filmed TV drama, right? Um, so you get like this, this kind of juxtapositional. Yeah, it's just clash yeah, it's so weird. I'm just like when they showed right. up, I'm like, wow, they do not fit into this show. Yeah, like they're just weird for the so sake of weird. Is the serial convention in there? Yep. Okay. Yep. Because that that felt like something that might work better in a comic book too. I think it also might have worked better back in when the comic was coming out, and the whole yeah. serial serial killer joke right. was more original back then. Right. Today, it's kind of like, oh, it's the serial killer joke. It was only not original 
they really kept working it yeah. in a way. Like they kept going back to that particular yeah. joke. Well, and even and then, I'm not a fan of going back to jokes. Like no. I do one joke and then I'm mm, on to the let next it go. One. Yes, hundred percent. I'm a let goer. You are. Yes, you yeah. would never tell a J O K E no, over sir. and over and over again. No way. So, oh, where do you hear where my next one comes from? Though, and, then, and and the other thing too is like, yeah. like frankly, I was shocked that Hector and Lyda Hall were in the show at all. Yeah, because they are so deeply interwoven into the DC Comics universe. Because in the comics universe, Hector Hall is the son of the Golden Age Hawkman and Hawkwoman. Well, now there's uh, this we need to know more about. And Lyda Hall originally pre-crisis, nope. and this is going to make you happy because you know yes. who you know because Lyda Hall is her married name. Yeah, her maiden name. Yes, is Trevor. No, she is the daughter pre-crisis. She was the daughter of Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor. To be clear, and our listeners know, but Zach doesn't. Yeah, there might be no character I hate in yeah. all of literary history. Yes, more than Steve Trevor. Yes, hate that. So guy. when Chris Pine dies. At the end of the first Wonder Woman movie, it's it's the best part of the movie. Yeah, because he's gone. Yeah, he. And then Why? they then they brought him back for number two. He doesn't. Because like he's Steve a Trevor. terrible guy. Yeah. How is he a terrible guy? Though? Wonder Woman is this empowered woman, and Steve Trevor has spent most of his time in the comic books keeping her in her place. Yes, you you, you should go. Misogynistic... You should listen to the Wonder Woman episode. I'll take a I listen. Do, I'll take a listen. I we did. do not like yeah. Steve Trevor. I so, do not like him. But so yeah, all. so and uh, yes. the whole storyline, you know, with so yeah, so, so so he had a daughter with not with Wonder Woman. Yeah, with the Golden Age Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's that's. And they then, had a and, baby. Yeah, and and then post crisis, she got you know because there was no Golden Age Wonder Woman, she got transferred to to, um, oh the uh, a, a character a female Golden Age hero called Fury, which is what her adopted superhero name. They were both Wait, in. Could, in, could we dig deeper, please? They were both in Infinity Inc. That's where they met. They got married. Well, and yeah, then, Infinity Inc. was a hot. Mess and then the and then she retired basically because you know she had the baby. Well, she's a woman and she had a baby. Um, so what's she good for anymore? But retirement. Yeah. Well, then which also, is not my position. And then also Hector, but the position of comic books at the time. Hector and was dead who at that read time. Them, like Patrick. So, um, but yeah. So it's like I did could, not expect to see them. Could could you dig all. into that genealogy like a like a little deeper? Well, not so much the genealogy. Oh, there's but, more. Good. But Hector Hall, he was the Silver Scarab, was his superhero well, identity. Everybody knows the Wearing Silver a Scarab. suit of Nth Metal. Um, and, See, and you do this. And he was killed by Hawkman and Hot Woman's historical enemy, Hath Set. So you do this, and you know it's not entertaining to listeners. I find it very entertaining. But you find it entertaining. It is very entertaining. Right. Like Zach so, has literally fallen asleep over there. But yeah, it is, it is a very messy part of the comics. And I'm surprised how close I was expecting them well, to, to massage it more. But they didn't really. They kept the names, but you don't get any of that background. You right? don't, but it's so. still the whole. Well, and, and the baby becomes much more important later on. Lyda Hall comes back in the series and plays yeah. a very important role that I won't spoil. Um, the whole like she got pregnant, or or she likes you know, found him in the dreaming. That's yeah. all very from the comic. Like it, it was. Yeah. It was just weird that they. I expected none of that to be in the series. See, it makes sense to me because they scrubbed the superhero but kept the... Yeah, but for me, yeah. like, still keeping the names and everything, I'm like, well, then why scrub the superhero? Yeah, she's a Trevor, though. Should I dislike her because... Well, she's not a Trevor post-crisis. She's... she's I don't even know. I thought she was adopted by so another So the Netflix man. series is post-crisis? I assume so. Okay. Do you have evidence of that? No. Okay. Just asking. Um, you're the expert. But yeah, so... So I, you do find, then... Like Graham did at Wired, that it's a little too faithful. Yeah, that's one of the moments where I was just kind of like, yeah, I, I wish they had massaged that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, now, they did a good job with, with the John D character, because in the comics, that is the Justice League villain, Dr. Destiny, who's retconned oh. as, who basically had power over dreams and nightmares. And Sandman Jace basically retcons it as, you know, he had, you know, Morpheus's jewel. Right. But in the comics, to track him down, Morpheus actually goes and talks to Mr. Miracle, who then takes him to Martian Manhunter to find out where the warehouse is, where the jewel is stored. So that's a whole thing that they did much better with in terms of, of divorcing from the comic. Yeah. Even I'm getting a little, yeah. little drowsy no. at this point. <sighs> hurtful. So hurtful. All right. So let me drop another um, adaptation on you. Yes. All right. Fair or foul? Yes. Which one should I go for next? I don't know because I can't see them. All right. So this one's from Jennifer Woolette. Okay. And I think I'm saying this right. At ARS Technica. Ars there, Technica. There's a there's a space between the R's and the Technica, though. Yeah, that doesn't mean you spell out the letters of R's. R's? They're all caps. I think it's just Ars Technica. Anyways, just read the fair foul. Okay. 
Um, like many nerds of a certain age, I have long ador- adored Neil Gaiman's Sandman graphic novel series. Okay, well, that clearly applies to none of us. It was a, an enormous influence on my younger self, so I was thrilled to hear of Netflix's planned adaptation when it was announced in 2019. Mm-hmm. But I also experienced some trepidation. This is a long one. Sorry. This is a very long one. Given the past misguided efforts to bring the story to screen, the trepidation was unwarranted because the Sandman is a triumph. It's everything I had hoped to see in an adaptation. Mm. And it has been well worth the wait. What's wrong? I, this seems like a clear foul to you. It's foul, but you know, not. I mean, I I just scale back the the hyperbole of that one, like like you know, maybe thirty percent. Wait, so th- it's true minus thirty percent. Is that what you're saying? Thirty uh, percent less. Yeah. So, so instead of it being a triumph, it was it's, a it's, squeaker. No, that's not a thirty percent less of a triumph is not a squeak. Well, the, if a triumph's a hundred and you're the numbers guy, thirty percent later is a seventy. Yeah, that's not a squeaker. A squeaker would be like just getting a fifty-one. Well, no, but like an F would be a sixty. Would be a fifty-nine, right? No, I always do an F as a fifty. Really, or a fifty-five. Man, you're soft. Mm. All right, so, so you're saying it, it's it's gone from a, a triumph to a solid win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's say like so- it was a yeah. comfortable win. Yeah. Solid. You weren't yeah. afraid you were going to lose. Yeah. Solid win. But you didn't feel like it was a really you know terrific yeah. team performance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a solid win. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a. It was a solid start. And assuming Netflix renews it for a second season, which they still haven't decided, but I feel like this this podcast is going to be what tips it over. Really, with us saying uh, it was meh, you know, they're going to be oh, we got to do this. You got to do it again. Hamilton and Austin said it was fine. Well, because clearly they're going to be offended. Fine. They'll be like, it was not meh, and we will show That's you. Right, we'll show you that it's perfectly fine. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I just you know, I I felt like there there were just and and some of it might have been budgetary, uh, but there were just some limitations that kept it from quite being. And again, I, I don't have the investment in the series that other people do. And so, right. it, you know, it, it, it wasn't like Sandman was, you know, the be-all and end-all for me. And right. so seeing it on, on, on screen is, is a huge thing. So it's not for you? No, no. no. Not enough spandex, but we've already covered that. It's not, it's not about the spandex. No? No. Okay. I've got one more on adaptation for okay. you. Okay. This is from Kelly Waller. Okay. And I'm going to get this one right mm-hmm. at USA Today. Yeah, you did get that now one let's right. see if he's going to correct that one. Yeah, right? no, that's like, fine. You're looking for the correction. Yeah. Uh, I think you mean USA Today. No, actually, it would have been USA, T-O-D-A-Y, would have been the way to go with that joke. <laughs> All right. You're still mad about the uh, defund the cannon police. I can feel it. I'm you're not gonna, mad. You're going to carry a grudge against me for a week. No, no, you no. Get off a I mean, I'm not the week. one that's going to be carrying a grudge against you for that. Oh, come on. People can take a joke. It's America. Joke. Anywho. I'm, just, I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, all right. So this one's long, so I'll try to clean it up and then get to the punchline. Okay. Kelly Lawler, mm-hmm. USA Today. Mm-hmm. She describes it as, quote, excruciatingly slow mm. and dull, if not outright boring. Ouch. Perpec- I'll go on. Just pick out the keywords. Perplexing failure. Mm. Story that's sewn together haphazardly and confusingly. Oh. No discernible arcs. Eey. No standalone episodes. Ah. A pile of stories and moods randomly tossed on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Quote, what is clear. Wait, that wasn't a quote? That was, I, I quoted individual <laughs> words, oh, okay. but not like, I, <laughs> you don't like the long sentences I've discovered. Mm. What is clear is that fans of the comics are likely to be disappointed. And first-timers are likely to be confused and put off. Yeah, I'd say that's almost 100% foul. That's foul. Yeah. Because that's not a good sweet spot right there when you've alienated the nerds and you've confused everybody else. Yeah, but I mean— It doesn't leave you a lot of room to play. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think it did either of those things. So No? No. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, generally speaking, the show has gotten a lot of acclaim. I've, I've seen very few people— you know, besides that one, outwardly trashing the show. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, and, and and particularly in terms of people, you know, that that within comics and stuff talking about, I I haven't seen, you know, that kind of rage or anything like that. So I think that's, I mean, because like I said, I mean, she said there's no arcs. I'm like, oh, there's two very clear arcs. There's there's the John D arc, and then there's the Corinthian arc. Like, there's very clear. There's a lot of noise around them. But there like, is, but that makes the show better as opposed to worse. Yeah, I mean, there there's although. There, Season two, if it's going to focus on Lucifer and Dream, 
I, I don't know if I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, I have to read the comics. I don't know. I mean, I know the next storyline that they're doing is is the big showdown with Lucifer and Dream, but I don't right. know how much of it is just that. Right. So, because the other, I mean, the other thing too, I'll, I'll be curious to see if, if particularly the most recent episode they did, the Cat One and Calliope, because I think later in the series it gets much more into that kind of anthology mode where you have storylines that are just single issue. Right. Like they're, they're one of the most acclaimed issues is there's an issue of it that does an adaptation of Midsummer Night's Dream. Right. And I'm yep. sure that's showing up at some point. Right. Um, that's, that's the best part of the show. So I don't know. I don't know how much of the series is going to be. Um, um, just the 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 dream Lucifer battle. I think that'll obviously be what it's building towards, but I think there'll be there'll be other stuff that they can okay. do. Um, so you don't think it's a mess? Like no, on, on I the mean, spectrum I, of reviews, you're like thirty percent overall less than not a mess. I do. I like I said, I did think the final four episodes had a bit of messiness to them in that. It just seemed weird to me that, like, Rose starts off in Jersey and then flies to England and goes to Florida. Yeah. And Corinthian's wherever he is and then flies to England missing her and then he goes to Florida. Like, there was he a does. Lo- there's a, there is a lot of There was of a that, lot of crisscrossing without a lot of context for, like, who was going where. That comic booky kind of, and, like, relying on a lot of coincidence. Yeah. So. Um, Zach, okay? Sorry. I was just actually going to say. It's I, I thought I took it as kind of as she's chasing her dream and Corinthians chasing her because she is his dream. Hmm. It's a lot of dream chasing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's a that's a nice reading. That's not bad, yeah. But you don't like it on airplanes and stuff. What? I don't know. You're talking about flying over to England and flying back. No, but, that, but, but that's the thing. We didn't but, see but, them but, flying. We just, they're in Jersey, then they're England, then they're in Florida. Well, like, you, there was a you, lot of... you want scenes on the plane? I wanted, or just, you I know. Don't you think it's implied that she flew? I, 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 so the problem is there's a lot of no, like, okay. I want to see more airplane scenes. Yes, I want more airplane scenes. That's Just clearly that's clearly my desire. Because I want to take Sandman and mix it with like Airplane Two, put it, smash it together. Now you give me Sandman and Airplane, the original. Mm. That sounds kind of. I could see Dream mm-hmm. in that movie, and it would be pretty funny. It would be. Yeah. 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 Now I will say, surely you're not going to give me a nightmare. I will do what I please and don't call me Shirley. Yeah, except you have to say it more like a 90s rush. Yes, and don't call me Shirley. You have to do it with more of a, a 90s kind of Robert Smith sort of vibe. Really? So you think Airplane was made in the 90s? No, I think the Sandman is is very much a Robert Smith oh. 90s vibe. Oh, 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 got it. I thought, now, I, I will say, because like in, that, in that last quote you had, there was something about, was there something about the protagonist being no. unengaging? No. But oh, okay. we might talk about the protagonist being unengaging. Yeah. Or not, like, because yeah. we could talk about Dream as Hero. Yes. Given that we've got... I don't even know what time it is. Uh, about 15 minutes left. Oh, right? cool. To, We're good. To make a show. Now yeah, we can go long. Well, we've been known to. Exactly. I don't have class today, so we don't have to... We're not That's up right. against the deadline. And I've only got a meeting, so yeah. who cares? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who cares about that? Nope. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I found... There are ways in which the Dream... I, I struggled with Dream as a protagonist... Yeah. I mean, clearly the arc was him sort of learning to be better. Uh, he, I mean, it even comes up in the Calliope episode where she's yeah. like, you're different. And I'm like, I've learned. Yeah. But there are moments in the show where I'm like, he's awful. Like when he claims the baby, I'm like, oh, yeah. if you want like, us to like us, this guy. Let us count the ways in which he is really, really awful. T- yeah. Like that is, that's a really bad one. Yeah. The baby's bad. Yeah. So the baby is bad. Um... um it's weird to me that he decides he needs to punish all of the serial killers, mm-hmm. but only after he's allowed them to do this all this time. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, here's the thing, I don't really find his arc to redemption mm-hmm. believable. And maybe it's because I was never really a big fan of Robert Smith. Yeah. I, I don't find him, like, charismatic or engaging. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't really, I don't think I buy his growth. But there's like there's other moments like when Lucian criticizes him. Yeah. And he's like, You just look after the books, you know, you're just a librarian. Like but in, in the end he's like, Well, you can do more stuff. Yeah. But let's let's face it, either way he's failing, right? The first he's diminishing the woman and the second he's yeah. making the woman do all the work that he's gonna take credit for. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, no, well and, and I think even like that outburst against Lucian was after a point at which it had already been pointed out that that he uh, like he had already observed or, or the show had already made clear that right. he needed to to get better, right? Or and and had and then he does that to Lucy and I was like, well, wait, wait a minute, what happened to the the the, the development of 
him because it seems right. like he went backtracking there. So right, it just it was it was not a compelling story to me. Like yeah. I get if you're the endless, you probably are kind of a jerk. Yeah, it just seems well that like or if you like you would be or right? if you are if you are part of the endless, it's hard to judge you by human standards. That's all I got. Yeah, but yes, yeah, but like you're not going to be particularly empathetic. Yeah, when you see a kid who's being abused. Like Jed, mm-hmm. you're just gonna punish Galt for trying to do something right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that and, was the other one. And then was... like walk away from the kid, in this. Which number one is like, he's also a bad superhero. Yeah. Like well, Jed, he's not a superhero. Well, Jed is connected mm-hmm. to. I'm pretty sure the Sandman is a superhero. No, not he's in the Justice Society. That's a different Sandman. Was oh, that pre-crisis? No, it's post-crisis. There's multiple. Now he is connected to those Sandman, but they're not the same Sandman. Okay. Anyway, like. So Wesley Dodds, the Golden Age Sandman. Yes, yes. Uh, no, the guy with it. the funny mask. Yes. And the gun that shot gas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He does have a connection to Morpheus. What a lame superhero. And that, and that watch, comes right? up later. Yeah. So you think he'll, will Wesley Dodds I don't be know. in season two? I wasn't expecting Hector and, and, and Lita Hall, but. Yeah, but they were so neutered as superheroes. Yeah. You know, he's also a terrible superhero because he gets caught by he's Burgess. He's not a superhero. He is. He gets caught sacrificing. He gets book. caught think, taking the place I of think death. The stars. So. The he stars, does sort of sacrifice himself in that way. The star, I don't think it's an intentional sacrifice. Eh, it's still a sacrifice. It's it's not, though. Yeah, it is. Like, no, no sacrifice needs to be intentional. No, nah, it can be unintentional. When you're just, like, like talking too much before you put the Corinthian I down. I unintentionally threw myself in front of that bullet. It's still a kind of a sacrifice. No. Maybe not as no, much. It's not a sacrifice at all. It's still kind of a sacrifice. No, I don't think so. No, haven't you, requires... haven't you seen any of those sitcoms where there's the misunderstanding where the guy does something great and everyone hails him and then it reveals that he didn't do it on purpose and everyone's still happy with him? Because that's clearly how all those episodes so, work. So you imagine that the sitcom really does explain how. Oh, yeah. That's entirely works. how it works. Well, my understanding is any main character in a comic book is a superhero. No. So try to argue against that. Well, because not every comic book is a okay, superhero. Okay, Superman. Not every comic superhero, book has to be Flash, a superhero, Alan. Superhero, you're, you're very Man, narrow canon definition of X-Men, comics. Superhero. Yeah. You're just very narrowly defining comics as superheroes, and that's just not something I do. No, not you. Not not down with that at all. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, Dream is terrible. He's not terrible, but he's, he's terrible. Not, he's not great. He gets caught by Burgess, who doesn't even know what he's like. Burgess is a half wit hmm. wizard. Then after that, he gets trapped in the altered ruby. Like he's so easy. He's so easy to defeat. Yeah. Well, but he's still recovering from being trapped. Right? Oh, by, oh, oh, and he kills the gargoyle just to get his yeah, power back. That was sad. Yeah. I know you hated it because it's a cute animated character. And you I, hate I do not like cute animated but characters, I, but that, I don't think that, you should. That moment got to me. It's like, oh. No, it didn't. It did. I did. It's like the, the destruction of the gargoyle. I was like, no. Yeah. I did like him. I'm sure Goldie will do better, right? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's hard to say. Speaking anyway. of animal characters, yes, we haven't talked about, of course, one of your favorite actors to appear. Who's that? Patton Oswalt as Matthew the Raven. Oh, uh, you know, it didn't work for me. It I, didn't work for me. Either. I love Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. Like I did not care for Agents of Shield, but when he showed up as what's his name, the LMD. Yeah. What's his name? God, what was his name? God, I'm totally blanking. Um, it's, and, right, it's right on the tip of my tongue. And, and then it was like, it. then there was another they were the one. They weren't one. LMDs. They were all brothers. They, I don't think they were LMDs. We, they were, everyone they were thought, not LMDs? Everyone thought they were going to be LMDs, but I think they were just revealed as all twins. Oh, man. That makes... I thought there were more than two of them. Yeah, there are. Well, there are triplets you or whatever. There were a lot. There were a lot. There were a lot. Right. Yeah. So twins generally mm. means two, though. Yeah, Am I right. wrong here? Quadruplets, quintuplets, whatever. Okay. I don't remember how many there were. How were there, okay, now, the name almost came to me when you said quintuplet. Anyway, that was great television. Matthew the Raven, yeah, not great talent. Yeah, no, it's it's got the same it's almost, issue he's as other. too recognizable, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Is it, it, it you know that he's not changed. It's like when uh, Kumail Nagiani shows up in the uh, Lord of the Rings game as one of the orcs, literally yeah. just doing his own voice. It's like yeah. it yeah. doesn't work. Like it, it's Patton Oswalt in a Matthew the Raven suit, right? Which also Matthew the Raven isn't in the comics at this point. Oh, really? So, so it, it like just seems voice. to be kind of manufactured to get Patton Oswalt into the show, and and well, and also a lot of times he's just kind of underlining. 
what's going on. Like the like when when Lucifer's like, or when Morpheus like, we're you know we have to go to hell. He's like, all right, let's go to hell. I'm like, yeah. It, at times it felt like Patton Oswalt was in a studio, improving lines to just whatever was on the screen, right. and not like actually not involved good, in stuff. Not a good job of it. So I, don't, I I can understand bringing Matthew in earlier. It's kind of an interesting character. Yeah. It gives you somebody to like play off of. Dream. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it was it was a little too Patton. A little too Patton Oswalt. Yeah. And God knows we've been trying to get Patton Oswalt on this show for a long time. We have been a long time, like many years going since back Agents, to of, Agents Shield. of Shield. Yeah, that would have been that would have been what inspired the conversation sitting in these very same chairs. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they've changed a thing in the studio. The chairs are different, are they? Yeah, because I used to sit in that ugly blue one. Was the ugly blue one still here? I know, you but we both had we both had blue ones, and there was one that was good, there was one that was bad. Right, well, there you go. But I don't remember anything when I leave the podcast. You're like Hitchcock and Scully on 99. <laughs> like, sitting is really important to you. Like, I remember a chair. I remember a good chair. So, what about um, Joanna Constantine? Oh, I liked her. Yeah. So, I, I, I do, I do uh, since Jenna Coleman's days on Doctor Who, like, she's my favorite of the Doctor Who companions. Like, I really like Jenna Coleman as an actress. So. Okay. And her as, as Joanna Constantine was great. Why does that surprise me? She was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it does not surprise me. Um, compare to John on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, There's two Constantines to. Compare. There are, yeah. Mm. Clearly, Joanna, Joanna, jo- Joanna, Joanna is going to win this one. For yeah, you, she right? is, but by a smaller margin than you may think. Cause, I cause didn't care for Constantine on the Legends. He was okay. I thought I thought the actor was okay in the role. I mean, he he was kind of yeah. drugged down by Legends because that's what Legends kind of did to true. those characters. Are you going to tell me that Bebo? Was dragged down by legends. Can I just I point will out? Fight you on that. Can I point out that I was the one that had to get you to watch the Bebo episodes because you had stopped watching at that point. The show was garbage, but and Bebo I said, was not. And Bebo you act was, like that was your. Bebo it was, was golden, and that's why I told you you need to watch the finale because yes. I like watch that and I'm like Alan needs to see Bebo. You are right, Bebo, and that's first rate special effects right there. So, but but yeah, so so but yeah, I do I do I do like both of them. Um. But yeah, I, th- I think that John gets drugged down by by legends a bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, how, what about the Corinthians portrayal? Uh, he was good. I thought so too. Yeah. I, yeah. He was very I, Southern I, Gothic. I was a little sur- surprised by the Southern. I don't remember yeah. him being Southern in the comic, but he might have been. But yeah, I I, 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 I thought I, I don't know the name of the actor, but he he Corinthian was great. Again, I don't know that he was as well served by the plotting in his episodes, but I I I thought the the portrayal of Corinthian was excellent. Yeah. How about death then? Yeah, she. I mean, I I, I really like. Uh, I only get the the actor's name right. Uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste. I thought she was good as death. The problem is, is that episode more than maybe any other episode in the show, or that half of the episode. Yeah. Was very much by the numbers of the comic, and yeah. so like the dialogue is is pretty much the same. Yeah. Really, really, the only thing that struck so, me as different is is the race of various characters. Um. And so it, it it felt to me like like a bit kind of like going through the motions. Interesting. I I found that more moving than I thought I would. A lot of people, yeah, most people Actually. say that's the best episode is is Sound of Her Wings, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I gotta I get, I gotta I give it to twenty four seven. I don't think that's true, but the idea, like, like her approach to her work, mm-hmm. right? It's not something she does to people, right? It's something she does with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what a healthy way to think about death. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, maybe it was – it didn't – again, not canon-anchored yeah. like you. I'm not canon-anchored, but well, having just, ju- but having you, just read the comic a week before, it yeah. felt a little too close to – like that's one of the ones too, where – Too canonical. Too close to the comic. That one it's, – yeah. it's almost not adapted at all. That's not a bad thing. Eh. Does it have to be adapted? I would. I like a little bit of adaptation. Huh. I kind of – maybe that was one of my favorite parts because it wasn't. Yeah. Like, you know, the Gaiman's voice is really – Could be. Yeah, that's true. There. Yeah. On the other hand, desire and despair, I just didn't find them compellingly presented, mm. really. Especially despair. Well, despair is only there for a short little bit. Yeah, but the way she's presented, yeah, it get, just felt people like, have, uh, have critiqued that of the show, like, uh, which which Gaiman has he did try health he did care. try to defend it as you know he said something about despair is not actually despairing. Um, but yeah, the way the what, way then what was despair? I'm not sure exactly that. Again, his explanation might not quite. Right. Yeah. But yeah, the way the way despair was presented, I was like, oh, that's not the best. Mental health 
um, right? You know, uh, issues of 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 body image and things like it was a lot. It felt like a, right. a little bit too cliche, kind of. It felt that's I think cliche despair. is a, a good way of describing it. Actually. I thought I thought Desire was fine. I mean, we don't get a lot of Desire in the show, and and really at this point in the comics. So yeah. there, there's more to come with with yeah I, with yeah. them. Not for me. Not for me. I did like seeing Mervin though. The pumpkin headed guy. Mer- you mean Merv? Well, Mer- isn't his full name Mervin? And he goes he's Merv Pumpkinhead. Well, I I don't know him personally, so I, I know mean, what I, the formal Mervin. Yeah, I think it's fine. Really? So if you if he were to walk in the room right now, could we get Merv, by the way? We're not gonna uh, get Merv. I don't think we're ever gonna get Merv. Okay. Yeah, because to get Merv <laughs> means getting the actor who played Merv. And that's a that's a big That seems like an easier get. Who played Merv? Mark Hamill? Yeah, we're not getting Merv. You think why, Mark? Why, would, why wouldn't Mark Hamill come? He does stuff like this all the time. He's a man of the people. <laughs> it's Mark it? Hamill. Do you it's read, Mark. Yeah. Do you ever read his Twitter? I do read his Twitter. Very salt of the earth. He is. He's but, exactly but the kind of guy we should be getting. That's but fair. he's one. I mean, but again, that was one where, you know, unlike Patton Oswalt as Matthew, I didn't know it was Mark Hamill. I did, and even the the, the issue too is that no, like. It is Mark Hamill doing maybe a slightly gravelier Mark Hamill voice, mm-hmm. uh, but the issue is the only way people know Mark Hamill's voice is Luke Skywalker in the early films. It's like right. no one; they still think he's doing a voice. I'm like, I know him as that. I'm fresh like, part he like he's not actually doing that much of voice, but it works because no yeah. one really knows what. Right. Unlike Patton Oswalt, who has a very distinctive right. voice, Mark so Hamill does not have somebody with a bland voice. We could get on a podcast. He doesn't have a bland voice. You just. I said it was a, it's, it's, oh, by the way, Ed said you were lying about the seventy-five million last week too. He said you definitely said seventy-five million. Wait, I can show seven, you the message. What's seventy-five million? The number of viewers. You said the the, the peak. We don't viewers have viewers. We have listeners. Of Abbott Elementary, mm-hmm. that actually does have viewers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thought I had you for a moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ed Ed did not express that to me, so I only have your word to go. Well, on I will no share. Proof. I will share the Facebook Messenger because for some reason that's how we communicate oh, with Facebook each other. Facebook Messenger, like I know, I right? That. Like, how old are we? All right, we have a couple minutes left. Sure. Do you have anything big? I've got just some of the questions raised in the show I'd like to know your answers to. Um, no, I think we've covered most everything that I had. All right, here's my question for you. All right, or these are, your, these are your big questions. Rapid fire big questions. Boom. Death and Dream grant you eternal life like Hobbes. Ooh. Do you think you'd like it? I, one of the great twists of Hobbes is he's actually, like you expect when he comes back after 100 years, he's going to be like, just pull the plug, dude. Yeah. But he's like, no, I will live forever. Like, which, which, which are you? I don't know. It would depend when my hundred years start. Like, are they starting now? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Because you're just looking at like COVID and nuclear <laughs> yeah, apocalypse. I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking at the way things are going. Like, you could spend the next eighty, like the la- the the last eighty years, just like sitting in a nuclear wasteland. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, no. Now, if, if I can go back to like when Hobbes started, so like the ma- Black Plague era is where or, you want to, or, where or you maybe really not quite that far. Yourself. Maybe, you know, uh, yeah. Go back far enough that I, yeah. But yeah, no. I feel like you'd start in 1980 and try to pause it in 1988. That's what you, that would be your dream. Well, no, because then I wouldn't get my Avengers movies. So. Oh. I really, I really need that. One of my hundred years has to encompass, like, the, yeah. the, the 80s. Right. Um. But yeah, going like if I'm starting now, yeah. I just I don't I don't think that's gonna. End so, but well do you think you me. could really live like like a hundred years at a time? Mm, like it's tough. Like watching everybody you know grow old and die. I would just like not know own... people. Oh, that is kind of your approach. That would be. Ways. I would just yeah. hunker, down, hunker down in the house. Yeah. Build my medieval Legos. Right. Whatever Across those... the street from the Wawa. Yeah. Well, Turkey Hill. Turkey but... Hill. Yeah. All right. Another question. Yeah. Why? Is... Okay. So in this show, whenever people get tremendous power, mm-hmm. all they want is youth, immortality, and power. Yes. You're given that kind of power. What do you want? Do you want something besides youth, immortality, or, you know, undeniable power? Uh, yes. What would you go for? Don't, if, it, if, it's, if it's a Lego collection. It's not a Lego collection. You're aiming too low. It's not a Lego collection. Okay. I would just want enough money so that I can just spend all of my time reading and building Legos. See, you said it wasn't Legos. It wasn't Legos. It's money to facilitate, among other things, my Lego collection and to read all the books that I have. That's really all I want. Yeah. So books and Legos. Like, this is this is my retirement plan. Right. Books and Legos. Pretty much. That's it. No, no, no. Money so well, that I can so, afford So you're going to have things. books and Legos. 
Well, and food and things like that. So you but want just food, books just, and Legos. Just so that I can live my life the way I want but and you don't, not be bothered but by But you, you don't want to live in like a huge mansion. Not a huge mansion. You, yeah. Well, now you're expanding. Now you want a big house. No, I, I just said not a big mansion. I say not a big mansion. You're like, so you want a big mansion? Do you, it's no, like, I you said, so you want a big house, though. You don't I want, want a big mansion. house. No, I want a, I don't like a, a decent-sized house. A four-bedroom house re- not big enough Actually, what I want is I want that Lego house in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay. So you want a house. Decent house, yes. And food. Yeah. And Legos. Mm-hmm. And, and books. And books. Or just the money for all of those things. And the money for all of those things. And anything else that I need. I just need unlimited money. So, in other words, you are exactly like these people. No, because I don't want power. Look, I'm going to use the money for power. I'm going to use the money to just sit in my house and do nothing. Okay. Some would make the argument that money is power. Yes, but I'm not using it that way. But you don't want youth. Like, eh. you're, you're happy just toddling along like you are. Eh. I'd like, you know, I don't necessarily need youth. If I could maybe, you know, just be kind of the age I am now, maybe a little bit younger. Really? Like, yeah. this is what you would zero in on, like, is peak Patrick. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if I go peak Patrick, but it's a decent Patrick. Yeah. I could, decent, you're making me feel like decent Patrick is peak Patrick. I could, okay, that's hurtful. Um, well, you're having trouble identifying a different time. Like, well, most no, people just, would go back to, like, 28, No, right? no, no, I would not do that. No? I was in grad school. Well, you don't have to go back to grad school. You just get to pick the age you're going to be. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thirty four. Like thirty four seems like a good place to, uh, not for Zach. Like, Maybe he's thinking like, holy, sh- yes. like that's really old, man. Zach's like fifteen. <laughs> if I could be fifteen again, <laughs> sir, how young do you guys I think happy? I am? <laughs> how young do you guys think I am? I'm getting no credit over uh, here. I don't know. Are you like are you twelve? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not shooting for thirty four. As you're like the age you would pick. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be in my twenties. Really, would, it would not okay. be in my twenties. Yeah. That's a very uh, mature outlook. Yeah, it wouldn't be in my twenties either. And I didn't get that's a very mature outlook. Well, you picked now, now ish, and you're like, it's you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> You've got unlimited power. <laughs> no, I have I unlimited like... unlimited money. No, but you but you and, started with and roughly all this st- tremendous power, and I'm you've chosen this... just to focus on money. To be fair, I don't think Hob aged. He just stayed the same age all the time. No, it's true. So, I've given you the added bonus of like picking what age you don't want to age from. Eh, I'm fine the way I am. I admire that. Like yeah, that's a that's good. a pretty good. Like the argument we had weeks ago about perfectly fine. I'm perfectly <laughs> fine. Good. All right, um, I got a couple more for you. Okay. Does truth really require that we abandon dreams and give up on hope? <laughs> sorry, that's one of your two quick questions? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, well, I've got a whole list of them. Truth requires us to give up on dreams and abandon all hope? You abandon dreams and give up on hope, but you can abandon and give up on whichever you prefer. Uh, I'm going to say that is untrue. I agree with you. Yes. That's a... It's a Terrible way to look at life. Yes. Um, why are serial killers such an American thing? Mm-hmm. Come on. This is the rapid fire round. Oh, sorry. Because like, America I sucks. The... Damn. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Like rapid fire. Why is it today that um, dreams seem to die in the waking world, but nightmares thrive? I'm going to go with America sucks again. <laughs> Let me see if I can find something else. Uh, why can we look at an epidemic? Oh, Jesus. A million people can't sleep, can't wake, caught somewhere in between. Why can we look at an epidemic, but the world trundles along as if nothing is out of the ordinary? Yeah, that's really unbelievable. I'm asking why. I know. Yeah. Like, it's, I, really, I get... it's really far-fetched that that would happen. I don't think it's far-fetched. Um, I'm saying why. Uh, just to vary my answers, because yeah. uh, people suck. Yeah. <laughs> so is it America or is it people? Uh, some of it's America, some of it's people. Okay. All right. By the way, are there still people around when I'm living forever? I don't know. Like that's part of the. Yeah. You're not really. You get. You get. You get every hundred years. You get to, a chance to check out. Yeah. I guess well, there are even people. like even Dream kind of had the stipulation of you have to go through the time. Like no. you have to go through right. it. You have to live right. It. But if yeah. I I could live it, you know, building Legos and reading books in my house. Well, but you can't go too far back then. Legos are, haven't been around for. You might not know this. All of human history. Right, but I would go back in time and invent Legos. Which would then give me my unlimited money. Well, first you have to invent plastic. Yes. Okay, so you've thought it through. Well, I have unlimited time. I'm sure I can figure out plastic. Where would you start? With some polymers. Put together a couple <laughs> polymers. I think I don't know that plastic is made of polymers. I don't think you know what polymers are. First thing are. I do is... 
That's not the question. That's the if you're going to build Legos out of polymers, okay, okay, you need fine. To know what a I'll find is. Mr. Polymer that invented the polymers. <laughs> Excuse me, are you Ian Polymer? <laughs> I see you go through the yellow pages, like calling all the polymers. Uh, do you have any scientists in uh, the family? Hello, I've got one word for you: plastic. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Time to dial another one. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Boo. Okay, you're not going to be when there's a uh, a beep boop. Oh, that's right. You're going to be. That's all the questions I have. Oh, is that what like, we've got? Okay. I feel like we've exhausted them. If we could, though. <laughs> By them, are you talking about the questions or our audience? Well, let's be honest. Yeah. If we could get Mr. Polymer on the show. Patrick Mr. Polymer. Polymer. Patrick Polymer. Okay. Oh, because it's a superhero. It's got to have. It's so it's definitely going to be a literary. Or Peter Polymer. Peter, Peter, Peter Polymer. Peter Polymer. I think that works. Yeah. Oh I don't mind yeah. Peter Polymer. How many Polymers could a Peter Polymer pick if you could pick Polymer? Po- Why would you be picking a Peter Polymer? I don't know. You're picking polymers. How many Polymers could a Peter Polymer pick if a Peter Polymer could, could pick, pick polymers? polymers? Yeah, there you go. Homework for you next week. You need to come and define polymer. It's a myrrh that's poly. <laughs> Boom! And Zach is going to surprise us next week with our first... With Neil Gaiman. Big guest star. Who I'm sure is going to come on here after the uh, way after we... This sort of, we after this conversation? After this one? I don't know. We have covered ourselves in glory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes, we have. It's a perfectly fine show. As we do on every episode. That's right. Perfectly we really fine. should call... In fact, we should rename the podcast Covered in Glory with Alan and Patrick. <laughs> oh, I don't think... It, oh, it just no. feel like that. It, does it feel like that? Could be read in the wrong way. Yeah. Okay. I feel Even, like people typing that into a search bar on Podbean. E- would yeah, that's not a fair be. point. <laughs> How about yeah, okay? Even what I was looking even for. more covered in glory. That's that's no, just think, part two. I think yeah. That's just that's just more. Even glory. more glory covered. Are we getting yeah, better no, or worse? No, I, I think it's like the colder. lenses at the doctor office. You've gone into one a, or two. You've gone into a cul-de-sac where one and two are all the same. Okay. You know, and they're not good. Okay. It's a repeat. They're not. It's good. like the Twilight Zone. Okay. Right. I can't remember what we're doing next week. Knows Twilight Zone, but doesn't That's know right. Hollow I'm sorry. We watched it in my elementary school. That's awesome. We need to yeah, talk about was, that. It as was as well. awesome. Yeah. Oh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like yeah, yeah. you watched yeah, it in reference to Hollow Notes. No, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Twilight Zone. Gotcha. No. So, um, two things. We should talk about what we might be talking about next week, and we should remind everybody this is also available on Cougar Radio at yes. CougarRadio.net. Yes. We should probably do that at the front and not the end. Possibly. In the future. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. I it, think it doesn't stick through to the end. Is next week our pop culture roundup? I don't remember. Oh, then there we go. Whack. Can everybody hear We the We can fix boom. that in post. Can we? Yes. Like you have this that idea one. That I don't know if we can fix. We can fix everything. Everything, post. everything you do can be fixed in post. Every, well, that's because everything. Oh my can gosh! Be it's like that post. one episode of the Goldbergs when he's like, "It's fine. We can fix it in post." Exactly. I didn't watch the Goldbergs. I didn't either. You've so. never seen the Goldbergs. I've seen parts of it. Oh man! And, you know, I think as as somebody who was uh, alive in the eighties, I just yeah yeah. It's that's possible I, I might have deleted the photo that had the schedule. I don't fully appreciate. So I think yeah, I think next week, I think next week it'll be a surprise next week what we're doing. That's right, and yeah. why not? Why not surprise? make it? A, why Gotta not tell the listeners to come back next week to find. Because I think next okay. week was Ooh. it was either the Arrowverse farewell or pop culture roundup on the original schedule. Well, I we we done some Arrowverse today. We're gonna have to yeah. do that eventually. Yeah, yeah, we got some time. You know, it's Zach's right. It's like it's trick or treat time coming up on spooky season is what they right. call it spooky season and so we we bought one of those mixed bags of candy okay and the viewer will come not the viewer listeners oh. we don't have viewers <laughs> the listeners will come next week if you if they listen they will come and they might get a kit kat they might get a crackle almond joy oh if they get an or almond a mounds. Joy, like, you're gonna I, get a mound uh, if mounds i get a mound i'm throwing that thing right you back. know what they're gonna get disgusting you know what they're gonna get what covered in glory oh gosh <laughs> I think I, I feel like that's the end right there. <laughs> yeah, covered in glory. On, a, on a lot of levels. Yeah. Ugh. That is the yeah. end. <laughs> All right.